something stupid on Saturday Night Live. Uh, so, okay. So, give me some cowbell. Ding, 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 ding. All right. We're on the podcast. Hey, drivers. This is Troy, and this is Ruth Ann with me, like always. And before we get the show started, we want to tell everybody that we are going to be at the Louisville Truck Show this year in Ruth Ann. Is that in March, correctly? Correctly? Correctly. Is it in March? Yes. So, please, drivers, stop in at the Louisville Truck Show and... Let us say hi, meet us, and uh, hang out, maybe do an interview. Uh, just come and say hi. What do you think, Ruthann? I think it's awesome. We'll be at booth number 66105. And then also, there's a truck show going to be in Fort Lauderdale. I think it's Fort Lauderdale, right down near Miami, mm-hmm. in that area. We're going to be at that in February also, I think. Yeah. So we're already planning on two shows so far. So if you guys are in the neighborhood, February is a great time to get to Florida. Um Avoid those last couple of weeks worth of snow. And speaking of snow, Ruthann, you know, I actually never know how we're going to start the show, but um, there was this crazy, crazy, crazy pileup. Now, I don't usually talk about pileups that much anymore because they're so frequent every year. Okay. Um, but there was this insane pileup in Louisiana. Really? 168 vehicles. Wow. And and they're attributing it to what they called super fog. Yeah, I mean, how nuts is that? Just in Louisiana, 168 vehicle pileup. And, and you know what it really comes down to? Like, we used to live in Pennsylvania, and you know how 81 would get that fog where you could barely see your wind, your, your the hood of your vehicle? Mm-hmm. I guess that's how they got some super fog in Louisiana. I remember... One time years ago when we were on the river, you know, going out to the Gulf, and we got in what they call that super fog, you couldn't even see the front of the boat. So I guess this fog creeped into Louisiana on I-55, and it just caused this insane uh, pileup. I wonder if that's common. I don't I don't think that the super fog is common, you know, or you'd hear more about it. But the reason I bring it up, again, I'm not really wanting to do a lot of talking about of the pileups, but this is that time of the year now. We're at the end of October. Mm-hmm. Starting to creep in. Right. And we've got the weather. And I just want to let drivers know, you know, just proceed with caution. If you have a CB, use it. Um, turn your squelch back. Turn your gain all the way up. Uh, that way you're not having to listen to the local mumbo jumbo if you don't like your CB. But at least if there's something going on up ahead, drivers, we care about you guys and gals. And we would like to see you guys make it through this winter without being a statistic because there is no doubt that some of you drivers out there this year are going to end up in pileups and uh, it's going to suck. So be cautious. Be very cautious. Be very, very cautious. I'm hunting rabbits. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so. That's not the right month. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, going back to what we were saying. You believe this? thing is recording me as I'm talking my my your your notes now listen I'm serious have you guys noticed the new thing like with the iPhones if you don't turn your notepad off it'll continue it'll dictate like whatever you're saying and you'll open up your notepad or even a messenger right if you're if you're talking to somebody on messenger and then you stop well if you don't close it out and you accidentally hit the mic at the bottom right corner, it records everything you're saying. So if you're talking about somebody (laughs) and you accidentally hit send, you're in trouble. (laughs) All right, moving on. Moving on. So what do we got today? 
What do we got today? Uh, we got the truck show out of the way. What did you point at? Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's take a break. We'll get into the commercials due, and then we will come right back. Hey, drivers. Are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talkcdl and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talkcdl. Thank you. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following, new Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. So the news of the week is, is this ice pick bandit guy man he's really like wreaking havoc ruthann i mean it's it's i don't want to i'm not looking forward to reporting on it but it's kind of i don't want to say exciting it's almost like when you know there's a serial killer in the area right and everybody's like glued to the news like where's this guy gonna strike again blah 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 blah. well we've trucked the trucking industry has a serial ice picker a guy that's flattening tires Literally, and and I got some theories I want to talk about here in a second, but you said you were just telling me when we were um, at the house earlier that he struck again just this past week, right? On yeah. what, what, and, and he hit two different places, but he hit an area, a, an, an exit, uh, where he flattened all 18 wheels on another trucker. Exit 39 in what, Georgia? Mm-hmm. He hit that same exit again this past week. Yeah, well, 
what happened, and I got to tell you, my mind, because of, you know, me, every time I, I hear Ice Pick Bandit, I keep wanting to go to Ice Truck Killer. I, oh, from Dexter? Yeah. So every time in my, like you were saying how excited you get, in a sense, you know, with, with the, with, with what's he going to do next? And we should we should tell everybody we're not excited in a good way. We don't we don't want the ice pick. No, um, I don't want to see anybody get damaged or any vandals done in vandalism done to them. I don't want to see that. It's right, just, we don't want to see it happening. But like you said, it's like wow, you can't. I can't believe this guy just keeps going on. He's got to know that everybody on I seventy five is looking for him. He and, has to know. He has to know. Wow, you can't I, you can't get away with doing this much damage for you know numerous times and not know that someone's out looking for you but because of my mind i keep you know that's what i'm like okay like you what's he gonna do next and you know let's get this guy type of attitude i want to see us get him i, I do i do i do overlines reporting on him I, th- I don't know if cdl life did i think they might have but like it seems like there's a lot of people reporting on this guy okay and um nobody has seen, I mean, well, actually, we, we put a picture of him up that the, uh, the guy they think is him. Yeah, the, F, the Florida Highway Patrol had um, pictures of him that were given to them, I believe, by another truck's security system. Okay, so let me ask you, where is this guy? Str- and, and this is going to blow everybody's mind. But so the new reports on this guy, and because we've been getting messages from everybody saying, oh, no, this same kind of stuff has been going on like in Tennessee, right? So how far up, Ruth, and did you say, was it Kentucky? The geographic area is as far northwest as Kentucky to southern Georgia and northern Florida. So you got a guy flattening truckers' tires, the ice pick bandit, from northern Florida all the way up to was it northern Kentucky or just up into Lexington? Or It just says northwest. Um, I'm sure if we look at different where the incidents themselves happen, we'll know the exact cities. But there's been over at least a dozen reader reports of vandalism have come in. So over a dozen cases right now. And see, the one guy that was messaging us the other day, he said, he said yeah, I heard your report on this ice pick bandit. But I got to tell you, this was going on last year. Mm-hmm. He said over a year ago, a lot in Tennessee. So this guy has been flattening tires now from Florida to Kentucky. Now, if anybody that's in Ohio, because the next state up from um, Kentucky on I-75 would be the state of Ohio. If if anybody's um, got some information that he's been even into Ohio, please message Talk CDL. We'd like to get everybody involved, and we'd love to catch this guy, but there's a lot of exits this guy is patrolling. I got some theories, though. You do? I do. I mean, first off, either one is either a just total nutcase, for real. I mean, that's that's theory, obviously. Everybody thinks, okay, this guy's just a wacko, he's a vandal. But, I mean, this guy is pretty adamant about his target. It's all tractor trailers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering if something happened. I mentioned it a little bit last time, but I'm just wondering if something happened. Like, was, did he have a family, you know, maybe a, 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 
a tractor trailer involved accident, you know, did something to him to where he hates the trucking industry. And it's like, he's going to try to destroy or flatten tires and just keep making the trucking industry pay. I don't know. You know, why would somebody target trucking that bad? I mean, this guy, this guy's getting nuts. I mean, it's like every week now he's flattening one or two tractor trailers on these off ramps. And while you guys are sleeping, he's, he's, he's watching you. I mean, if you're coming down I-75, all right, do not, do not try to lay over or sleep on any of these ramps because you're a target. As this guy's driving by and he's, and he sees a truck with the lights on parked sleeping down on a back road or something near I-75, you're a possible target. Honestly, yeah, I mean, you're a target. And I, I read that there were some cases in Florida, I think down as far south as Gainesville, they were reporting it. And that was in July, June, July. So these have been going on for a while. And what's benefiting and what's helping them, I should say, is the fact that because some of these cases are now being brought out, more drivers are saying, you know what? I had this happen, and they're now piecing them together. Okay, and and I'm I'm exactly. It's like something that like everybody didn't know. Florida didn't know. Hey, this is happening in Georgia. Exactly. And Georgia didn't know. You know. Now it's like coming out. It's like this is bigger than we think. Mm-hmm. Now you said something to me earlier. You said that he's not only just hitting tires. Well, what the one driver. What sparked some of it, the one driver had had his brake lines. So it says, as previously reported, the tiny holes present present a massively annoying and costly safety challenge as the small holes don't flatten the tire all at once and they can be nearly impossible to find. In one incident in Columbia County, driver Dan Hoot, um, this is where he's the one, one of them that got a, a lot of um, information, like he started it too reported his brake lines and airbags stabbed up too. So what they're talking about is attempted murder they're trying to push because um, this is the airbags and the brake lines. That's like you're trying to, that's a, that's a severe safety. That's like in, like we've seen movies where somebody cuts brake lines exactly. on a car. They know they're going to lose brakes. So now being that this guy has gone from, flattening truck tires to now puncturing brake lines or airlines mm-hmm. to where it could mess up his brakes. Mm-hmm. They're saying, now this is authorities. They're saying that this could be, this could possibly go to attempted murder because of now what he's, he's destroying. Well, it was, it was one of the commenters. So they're trying to push them to. So a commenter said it. Mm-hmm. So oh. they're, what they're trying to do is, you know, how you see, a, a bunch rally together. They're basically, they're going to all sh- start rallying, trying to get it pushed that severe charges get on this guy, not just for the vandalism. Okay. Okay. For some reason I thought authorities were saying that. So, but no, that's cool. So, but you know, bottom line is, you know, if you're messing with brakes, guess what? That is a danger. Yeah, exactly. And you know, like you said, if the guy's just a little loony, he might not really have thought the severity, you know, how kids sometimes do stuff that's stupid. Well, if he's one of these people that doesn't really think 
thoroughly through what his actions are, he's coming up with some serious actions that can come up against him. So um, we're calling everybody in our audience to be vigilant. You know, as you're driving, you know, um, and, and go on our Facebook page and look for this picture that's put up on one of our posts because it's uh, just a skinny little guy that uh, is out. He's a night prowler, Ruthann. It looks like he might, I mean, one picture, it looks like he might have glasses on, but it's a reflection in his eyes. But he is wearing a hat, and like you said, he's really skinny. He's wearing gloves. I mean, I don't know. Who knows what what's going to happen with him. But he did hit on the 23rd and the 24th in Columbia County. Um, he hit a tractor trailer. It was an owner-operator, and he was on his way back. And the owner-operator stopped at an exit. And when he stopped there, he um, was getting gas and found out that he was getting, it was the same exit 39 that the other driver um, in Adele, Georgia, got hit with. And that's where he noticed he had a, a oil leaking, leaking, leaking from his cooler for his reefer. So he drove down to... Um, 30, what, 37 miles down to the, um, the area where the Southern Tire Mart is thinking that he'd just get it fixed there. When he was there, that's when he found he had more tires that were punctured. Traveled a little further after he got those fixed, found out he had more total of 17 out of his 18 tires were punctured. Jeez. All right. Well, again, I can't wait to, I literally can't wait to catch this guy. And I tell you what, um, the, the amount of vandalism this guy has done across four and five states. First off, when you start crossing lines into it, that becomes a felony. So, I mean, he's definitely going to do a lot of jail time. There's no doubt that he's not, that he's not going to do jail. He's going to do jail time. So interested. Uh, we'll keep following it and we'll keep reporting it. We will. Do you want me to tell you one more thing? Sure. Okay, so Charles, the guy that just got hit this last time, he believes that the tire shop is where his punctures were made, but he doesn't know who is responsible. Interesting. And where where was the tire shop again? That was the tire shop that was, it was called um, Southern Tire Mart. It's uh, 37 miles down the road in Lake Park, Georgia. So it's 37 miles away from Adele, Georgia. I'm just curious how far off of I-75 it was. Maybe we found his home area. Um, I don't know. All right. Well, again, we'll keep reporting on it. And if anybody's got more information, please send it to us. We'd love to keep reporting. Yeah. We're then moving on. Moving on. Moving on. You know, I got an interesting story that was honestly kind of, you know, how I don't get surprised by much, but... <laughs> There was a trucking company that went about 28 months without insurance. How can they do that? I mean, but, and here's how they ended up getting caught was one of their drivers rear-ended, stopped traffic, and killed a family of five. Ooh. And this happened, I believe, last June, June of 22. And then they just arrested him at the beginning of this year. But it's, it's a lot is coming out now. 
And this is, it's kind of insane. Listen to this. It says, a new filing reveals that an oversight, I love how they're calling it an oversight. An oversight left a trucking company uninsured, but still operating for years before their driver crashed into a stop car, killing five. It says the June of 22 accident happened in Weld County, Colorado, along Interstate 25 when a Caminatis, that's how you pronounce that, semi-truck driven, that's the company, Caminatis, driven by 26-year-old um, Jesus uh, Puebla. And this was, he was 26 at the time, he'd be 27 now. It said he, he crashed into a stop car, killing a whole family of five members. Puebla was arrested in December, um, but a new filing in a lawsuit against Caminitis alleges that the company did not have insurance for two years prior to the fatal wreck. So this company, you know how much trucking insurance costs? It's insane, right? Yeah. So this small company, I don't know how many trucks they had. Got, they were getting away with no insurance. But you would think that these, because um, wait till you hear this, they were canceled. It said, according um, to authorities, the filing alleges that State Farm Insurance canceled Caminitis insurance policy in 2020 due to severe safety violations and unsafe history. The suit states that State Farm was obligated to inform the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration about the company's lack of coverage, but never did. Mm. Mm -hmm. It says, so the agency allowed Caminatis to operate for years without insurance. Caminatis was even working with the U.S. Postal Service while it was uninsured. So you know what that means? The U.S. Postal Service never even checked to make sure they're insurance policy. So everybody was wrong in this, what I'm getting at. The FMCSA wasn't following up because they're light, they're, they're shorthanded. The insurance company has an obligation when somebody is canceled to make sure the FMCSA knows that, hey, we, this guy doesn't, he's not insured by us so they can get them off the road or make sure they get insurance with somebody else. But it's law. Mm -hmm. I think they have to do that with four-wheelers, too. They do that with four-wheelers. Mm -hmm. You know how it is. They'll, they'll come and take your license plate. Um, so it says, 28 months before the crash, the motor carrier loses its insurance coverage because it's been in so many wrecks, so many violations, so many safety violations, said Grant Lawson, a lawyer with um, Murtair Law Firm representing surviving members of the family. The insurance company that pulled its insurance never notified the FMCSA at that time. We have the United States government also, um, through the United States Postal Service, still continuing to contract with this company. How crazy is that? It's super it's crazy a, that... that it, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an insane story. Yeah, I mean, I'm still... I, you know what? What's getting me is... If they were canceled because of all the actions, safety violations, and, and everything that was going on with them, in those two years and after that, didn't, you know, usually when someone's habitual enough to constantly have that to where they're going to get canceled, they're going to keep having the accidents. They're going to keep having safety violations. What happened, you know, did they, are, 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 you, are, are they saying that in two years and what, four months, two months, 
that they didn't have any inspections, that there was not one time that they get pulled over, nothing. To where they checked paperwork. Right. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of a little baffled there. So they go on to ask the question because they said what's one of the other issues is the FMCSA is so understaffed, right? And trying to keep up with, you know, illegal companies. I mean, we see companies getting shut down all the time. Mm-hmm. They said, how many more trucking companies are out there running down the road with no insurance. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, although I will tell you, it sounds to me like State Farm dropped the ball on this one more than anybody because they were the original insurer, and I guess they got sick of paying out for all kind of stupid wrecks this company's having, and so they never sent the paperwork to the FMCSA to say, hey, this guy doesn't have insurance because we don't have him anymore. So it looks like originally they dropped the ball when it comes to notification. But at the same time, it's uh, a lot of a lot of blame being passed around on this one. And it's kind of crazy because you have a family of five, right, that this company is liable for and they didn't even have insurance. Oh, here was the kicker. After this guy killed the family of five, two weeks later, they tried to get insurance. So what they exactly, I see your eyes getting big. They, what they were trying to do at that time was go, oh, we, let's go get, they were going to try to duke an, another insurance company. See, they knew they didn't have insurance. That's the, Of course they did. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they, they were canceled and they just went on operating. What idiots making money. And not having the insurance bill, but then after the accident, they go, oh, let's get insurance. So what they, I don't know how they were going to do it, get insurance and then file the claim and let the new insurance company pay for the deaths of five people. How insane is that? I'm trying to figure out, well. I say jail time. Well, definitely. No, not just for the driver that killed. How about the owner of the company? Oh, yeah, it has to be there. I mean. You have not only that, but the the people that are supposed to like the safety director and stuff. They're supposed to make sure that they have this coverage and all. They have to be some really small company, like mm, only a couple trucks, if that, to where they're able to. I I I should look. I I want to look them up on on safer. That's what I'd like to do, just to check and see what kind of you know, what kind of company they were, but... Well, you, you, well, if they canceled them because of too many wrecks, I guarantee you their safety score was like whack. Um, this It said the the company was named... says I, the trucking company also apparently attempted to purchase insurance after the fatal wreck. The truck driver was not properly licensed, it says, and the truck was operating with faulty brakes at the time of the crash, it says even after all those uh, transgressions, the company legally called Jose Mauricio Correas after the owner um, has not been shut down and was only fined twenty one thousand dollars, twenty one thousand four hundred sixty bucks. What was the name for the wreck? His, his name is Jose J O S E. Not the carrier name. It was, it was like, uh, well, look up this. Jose 
Mauricio, M-A-U-R-I-C-I-O, and then Correas, C-O-R-E-A-S. If you type that in and then type D-O-T number after it, you'll pull the, the company right up. You go right into the safe stat. And then if you want the other name, I can give you that. Well, I was in Safer when I when so I had to open up a new window. So give me the name of the company. It's C A M I N A N T E S. Caminantis Trucking. Just type Caminantis Trucking DOT number and you'll be able to get everything. You'll be able to go into Safer and you'll get like their safe score to whole nine yards. Anything? Mm. You got anything? They're not pulling up on it. Well, well, they may have everything. Well, now that this has all come out, they may have it like totally blocked. Normally, you can pull up even a trucking company that's lost their DOT number. It'll say like invalid or something to that respect. But you can't, nothing? Interesting. Uh, okay, company snapshot. Well, there you go. What do you got? What, what's, what's the deal? And how many trucks did they have? Power units, it'll say. 46. So they have 46 trucks. All right, and, um, and it is Caminata's Trucking? Yeah. Um, no, actually, it's the driver's name. What was that, Jose? Jose Mar- Mauricio Carrillas. Yeah, so he said the, leg- the legal name was, was that, yes. Their physical address is in California. So a California company, they've got 46 trucks. And now, what does it say, inactive, or are they active? It should be in red if it's inactive. It it just says um, out of service date none. There you go. Oh, it does oh really? So they're still they're still operating. Because it it did say that they they haven't been shut. I'm I'm amazed at that. I wonder if they finally got insurance. But either way, mm-hmm. either way, the bottom line is th- something to this respect. In my one hundred percent professional opinion this guy the owner of the company and the safety director should be brought up in charges because absolutely you operated a company for 28 months until one of your drivers killed five people in a car you should go to jail your driver should go to jail okay if if he if it was his fault if it was negligence on his fault but they said there was faulty brakes. So if you're a trucker and you get in a truck knowing there's faulty brakes, you you bear responsibility also. But the, that company owner and their safety director, they should have a safety personnel if they have 46 trucks. Okay. They all should be brought up on charges. 100%. And that's a fact. And ju- just going by what they said here, there's been a total of 246 inspections um, between... There was like 160 vehicle inspections. 49 of them were out of service. Um, 241 driver inspections, 15 of them out of service. Yeah. So only time will tell, Ruthann, uh, if, you know, the, somebody's going to go to jail over this. But there's definitely, well, you, here's the one thing that, that goes with this this whole article. It did say this driver in December was arrested. So they're they're calling negligence on this driver if he was arrested for the killing of those five people with the tractor trailer. So I'm telling you, there's this company should not even be in business. That's my opinion. No, I agree. Okay. 
Moving on. Moving on. And that's all I've got for this week, Ruth Ann. What, again, I just want to remind everybody, make sure you stop in at the Louisville Truck Show. We'll be there again this year. We're going to be hanging out with everybody, doing interviews, doing video work, and we'd love to shake hands with everybody and say hi. Absolutely. We love all you drivers. Ruth Ann, moving on, what do you got for me this week? You got um, a place to visit for these drivers? I do. What state? Maryland. Maryland? Wow. You know what I remember about Maryland? Hmm. When I accidentally ran the scale house. And the and DOT like it, they didn't take one second. All I seen was lights coming, and guess what? I don't I don't remember if I got a ticket or not, but I remember running it. It was on seventy, and drivers are probably saying, "I know the scale house." I was actually going east towards Baltimore. So, what do you got for Maryland? Well, I could tell you that out of all the places, the one place I wouldn't ever expect Maryland to be like. A couple of like numerous things that I would do, you know, I, I, Maryland is just, I don't look at Maryland as being a state that I would want to do a lot of things at because they're small and I just wouldn't think they have a lot, but they have a couple of good, cool things. The only thing in Baltimore that I would even go to is, is called the book thing and it's a free library and they, um, you can go in there and get books they're only open one day a month, though, so it's not like it's a, a whole lot to do. But if you're a driver that likes to read, and you can go there and get some free books. So and what town was that? Baltimore. Okay, I when I was running as a driver, Baltimore, I wanted to just get in and get out. Yeah, I that's it's the only thing I thought of that was in Baltimore that I thought, oh, okay, it's a book that it's called the book thing. It's in Baltimore, Maryland, and it's a free library. You know, it's interesting. There's still a lot of people that like to read actual books instead of, you know, digital readings and everything like that. I mean, I know like Barnes and Nobles, they're getting fewer and fewer, Mm -hmm. but still people love a good book versus having to, you know, turn on a, a, an iPad or whatever the case is to read. Although, you know, iPads are cool to read. I, 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 we have iPads, but, but yeah, books are pretty nice still, but what do you got? Well, that's what I just thought of, you know, that, and then, um, their next one is called the Crystal Grotto's Cavern. That's in Boonesboro, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, it is the, um, it says here, the cavern has more formations per square foot than any cave known to man. And at 54 degrees year round, it's the most naturally kept cavern in the world. Awesome. And what's that cavern called again? It's called the Crystal Grotto's Cavern in Boonesboro, Maryland. Hey, when we go up to Virginia this year, I think we should try to go check it out. That would be fun. See, you know, a lot of people don't realize, like, the Appalachian runs up and through Maryland, too. You know, just part of it, obviously. But um, it goes all the way up through Pennsylvania, all the way up to Maine. And so a lot of times, like, those caverns, because we've been to Luray Caverns mm-hmm. in um, Virginia, and the... And the uh, Appalachian runs up through there and it's like literally right there. So, but that's really cool stuff. Any, anything else for uh, Maryland? Yep. What do you got? I have the mammalian brain collection. The mammalian. Mm-hmm. Mammalian. M- well, I'm probably pronouncing it really wrong. It's mammalian. M- I can't pronounce it right. Okay. That's it's right. basically human and not it's it's a mammal, mammals, oh, okay, mammalian. Um, it's for the brains, you know, like right. So basically, what it is is 
It's in Silver Spring, Maryland, and it's a marine collection and database that narrows the gap between man and animal. So you're saying it's a brain connection? Collection. A, a brain collection? Yes. Interesting. And it's... Okay. So... So this is like a museum with brains. Yeah. Glad I'm not a zombie. <laughs> brains. What they do is they're, they're... The way... What I was reading here is it started 35 years ago, and it is actual brains. And what they've done is... They're showing, they're, they're trying to show people what the, you know, like they used to, they usually make jokes about, you know, my, my little mammalian, mammalian brain can't hold that concept or whatever. And it'd be usually, you know, like talking about a lizard or something like that. Right. Well, that's what they're showing is animal and human, the different size brains. Look, look at the picture. Those yeah. are the brains. Wow. So it has all the different brains there, and it shows you all of that. Okay. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, uh, um, you know, what I was going to say is, just so you drivers out there know, and, 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 you know, we've got people that are new to the podcast, you know, all the time. Uh, Ruth Ann has been going through each state every week, looking up places since you guys are on the road that maybe if you want something to do and you're in these areas, you know, for a little entertainment. And if you're looking for a memory, stop in, right, Ruth Ann, and check mm-hmm. out like the brain place or the cavern <laughs> place. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, it's 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 pretty cool little things you can do. And, uh, you know, instead of the same old, same old, so she's just trying to help you guys out with a little extra um, maybe goals out there to check out. Is that the last one that you got there for that, Ruth Ann? Okay. Moving on? Moving on. Awesome. Um, You got the word of the day? I do. All right. What do you got? What do you got for us? Axiomatic. Axiomatic? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's hear it again. Axiomatic. So tell us about that. Axiomatic means self-evident or unquestionable or... The other term could be relating to or containing axioms, which is mathematics. So give it to us in a sentence, axiomatic. You might think the solution to, wait, let me start that one. You might think the solution is axiomatic, but I need more evidence. Interesting. The suggestion to extend the deadline was axiomatic. And the vote was unanimous. And the definition is, again, one more time. Self-evident or unquestionable. Oh, that's unquestionable. So it's over, it's the evidence is overwhelming. Yeah, it, it just means like it's, you, you can't, like they have a little example. You can't dispute it. Yeah, they have an example here. Two plus two is four. Okay. That's axiomatic. That's axiomatic. That's pretty, I like, I've never heard that word ever. And we should credit Word Genius, which is where you get this every day. You guys can also get Word Genius. It's free and and uh, they get you uh, smarter and they send you new words every day. Mm-hmm. Ruth Ann, do you have anything else at all for these truck drivers? If you want to go and look at any of these places I'm putting together as far as the list of places to see, Click on the link that Choi, that Choice gives the people to do on our pages, and you can see everywhere that I put in there to look, and it gives you all the details. In it. And drivers, I just want 
just want to remind you, it is that time of the year once again where the weather's changing and you're going to start seeing snow up in the mountains. You're going to start seeing ice. Um, it's really in certain areas, it's probably already happening, mm -hmm. but for sure over the next couple of weeks, it's going to get colder and colder and colder. We want to see everybody make it through the winter and make it home every weekend or every two weeks, whatever you stay out. And that is our podcast for this week, Ruthann. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.